You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share heartfelt and inspirational messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself to God's unlimited blessing. Together, today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I'm God's beloved. I'm God's servant. Say it. I'm God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, have your way in us today, this morning. We pray that you join us, that you, that you make your presence felt. Father, as we meditate on your word, we pray that you give us strength, that through your most powerful word, you will bring health to our bodies, you will bring provision to our uh, financial needs, that you will bring restoration to our, our uh, relationships that are in ruins. Father, today we pray, that you just take whatever is ruined in our lives and that you make it glorious in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. We're going to continue our series on Matthew. We, we uh, talked about, uh, we're, we're in Matthew 11 already. Imagine. Um, last week, we talked about God's rest. Today, we are going to talk about a God that acts and a God that acts out of love. And our uh, one big message for today is be God's love. Be God's love more than ever, more important than any time in history. Brothers, sisters, we need to be God's love to the world. Now that the world is suffering, now that the world is going through uh, unprecedented times, we need to be God's love. You are going to be God's hands, God's arms, God's feet, so that you can embrace those who need to feel God's embrace, so that you can lead people to, to God, so that you can guide people and you can show them what kind of love God has for them. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him, we will help people believe will not perish, but have eternal life. I'm going to share with you four instructions if we are to be God's love in this world. Four simple instructions. And you need to, you need to take note of this. So I'm going to ask you to write it down if you can. And uh, when the, the slide is flashed, you can take a picture because these four instructions are simple things that you can do if you are to be God's love in this world. Simple. Four things. Number one, make the right list. Number two, consult the source. Number three, look at the mirror. And then number four, sit on his chair. All right? Now, today also, we will be talking about Sabbath. Sabbath. This is um, for us here in the modern world, here where we are right now, Sabbath is, is, is like Sunday where we don't work but we, and, and we hear Mass 
and uh, we have we take time out to be with family but uh, that's that's for us but sabbath in the strict sense of the word and during their time and culture it was different sabbath was so holy okay it was so holy that you are not allowed to do work but i've been i have i've had the privilege of of going to israel on a sunday on a sabbath day and uh, the hotel where we're staying at has an elevator and i i guess i if i can remember right 12 floors and when we were trying to go down the elevator was on autopilot because you're not supposed to do work and pressing the elevator button nah, did you hear that button pressing the elevator button um is work so they put it on autopilot and it goes from floor to floor to floor to floor so it takes a long time for you to get on the elevator and get down because you go from floor to floor to floor because you're, you're not supposed to work and uh, and uh, on sunday the restaurants are full because the jews the practicing jews don't work they don't even work to cook food and and then that's how how much they, they they value sabbath and that's how important sabbath is to them um i'll read to you in first maccabees um this is how 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 they observe sabbath okay um the soldiers attacked them immediately but the jews did nothing to resist or block the entrance of the caves why did they not resist why did they not uh uh block the entrance to the caves where they were hiding why so the enemy attacked them on the sabbath and killed the men their wives their children and their livestock okay so um they did not even defend themselves because that's considered work that's considered work and and in fact just thinking about work it's work itself <laughs> and it's not gonna it's not it's not gonna work um and and uh, this was the scenario in matthew chapter 11 and uh, we see that jesus was doing something with his disciples and then the pharisees saw jesus on the field it reads like this okay at about that time jesus was walking through some grain fields on the sabbath they were walking along that some grain fields on the sabbath so the, the his disciples were hungry don't we all get hungry so his disciples were hungry so they began breaking off some heads of grain and eating them but some pharisees saw them do it and protested they, they told jesus look your disciples are breaking the law by har harvesting grain on the sabbath <laughs> um they they were so appalled they were they were so scandalized by what the disciples were doing because they 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 were working for things that they were accused of um if we go back to the verse um you'll see that they 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 were accused of number 1 um breaking off some heads of grain no 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 that's not allowed and then when you thresh them okay that's not allowed and then when you cook them that's not allowed 
And uh, so, so they were accused of four things. The Pharisees made the list of the, the wrong that other people are doing. Aren't we sometimes like that, brothers and sisters? Especially when you have achieved, achieved uh, a level of holiness, we think. Because you attend the feast, because you go to mass daily, because you 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 say the, se the several novenas in a week. You, you kinda, you kinda look down on other people who are not doing that. So so instruction number one is make the right list, make the right list. Now instead of making a list of the wrong things other people are doing so that you can correct them because they're not doing what they're supposed to do, okay? You have to make the right list. So instead of writing down the mistakes of other people, yes, I know we have to minister, we need to lead people, but, but we're not spiritual religious policemen, okay? We're, we're, we're not like policemen looking for things that, people do wrong um now we instead of writing that list why don't you make a list of how you can serve why don't you make a list of how you can serve um how can you serve other people even if even if they're not doing what you are doing even if it seems like they're not even praying that's how you can reach out to them. That's how you can minister to them. Love. Love. Let your motivation be love. Um, let me tell you a story. I have a friend. Um, I have a friend. Um, he, th th this guy, um, not, hasn't gone to church for a long time. And one day he was in trouble and he felt like he needed to go to church, like, like he needed to start praying. And he went to church. He was wearing shorts. Um, this guy is not, a, not really a practicing Catholic, but, but he wore shorts to, to the church. And when he was about to, to go to communion, um, he was stopped and they said that you cannot... You cannot receive communion because you're wearing shorts. And uh, I can imagine, I can imagine the, the shock in this person's, uh, that this person had when he heard that. Imagine for a long time you haven't visited church. And after a long time you visit church and what do they tell you? You cannot go to church because you're, you're, you're not wearing the right clothes. Okay. I, I mean, asking people to wear the right clothes is, is, is the right thing to do. But, but when they're already there, I think we need to have some level of acceptance and minister to them. I've seen a lot of people in the feast. That's why here in the feast, we accept and we, we welcome everyone. I've, I've seen people who wear skimpy attire to come to the feast. But we continue to love them because at least they come to the feast. At least they go to church. 
And slowly we minister to them, we welcome them, and then they slowly realize that they're not they're they're not uh, um, dressed properly, and eventually they change the way they're wearing their clothes. So so imagine the shock of that person that instead of finding Jesus, he met someone who was more interested in 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 his wearing shorts than than the pain that is in his heart brothers sisters god did not call us to be his law but god called us to be his love let's not be judgmental let's not let's not look down at people who do not do the same things that we do no uh, gandhi said that if only people will see the Christ, the Christ of the Christians, they will convert. But sadly, people have seen the Christians of Christ, where we are more interested in people complying with our religious laws than us ministering to them just like Jesus did sad but we need to make the right list number two consult the source consult the source so they were they they, they said okay jesus your your disciples are doing it wrong okay and jesus answered them and in his answer jesus mentioned um three words okay three terms david temple son of man david temple son of man in the following verses jesus was going to show them that um jesus was going to show them that these things that are big during their time in the old testament david was king david he's a king of israel temple it's a place where you 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 go to worship and you respect and you and you uh go with reverence and then the son of man the son of man he jesus mentioned these three things and in the following verses he was going to say that there is someone more important than david than the temple and what does the son of man really mean okay in matthew 11 uh, jesus said haven't you read in the scriptures what david when he and his companions were hungry, he went into the house of God and he and his companions broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. Jesus was saying there's more important, there's something, someone more important than David. And in fact, David broke the law because they were hungry. Now, now you, you need to be practical and, and you need to... You need to understand that Jesus was saying there's someone more important than David. Um, um, and then in, in Matthew 11, verse 5 to 6, And haven't you read in the law of Moses that the priests on duty in the temple may work on the Sabbath? I tell you, there's no one here who is even greater than the temple. They put a lot of value and importance in the temple. But Jesus was saying... but. More important than the temple is the one who said that you destroy the temple and in three days I will rebuild it. Jesus was saying that someone's more important than that. 
And what is Jesus espousing? Jesus is espousing love. And, and to, to continue in verse 7, But you would not have condemned my innocent disciples if you knew the meaning of this scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For the Son of Man is the Lord even over the Sabbath. Again, someone more important than the Son of Man. The, the Son of Man is more important than the Sabbath. <laughs> um, Jesus was saying, I need you to show mercy and not offer sacrifices. Nothing wrong with offering sacrifices. But if you're offering sacrifices and you're judgmental at the same time, then there's something wrong. If you're offering sacrifices and you look at people with judgment, you look down on people, there's something wrong. Self-righteous. You're not doing it out of love. And, 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 and Jesus said the Son of Man is more important. He's Lord even over the Sabbath. It is mercy I desire, not sacrifice. It's mercy I desire, not sacrifice. A lot of us, we want excellence. And, 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 and because of that, we want compliance. We, we, of, of, we want to, to deliver on our religious duties. But sometimes relationships. Should, should, should have more value than that, than, than compliance. Um, let us not sacrifice our relationships on the altar of excellence, on the altar of compliance, on the altar of fulfilling our obligations. At the end of the day, what are you motivated? What motivates you? And, and that's why you, you have David and you have Moses talking about the temple. And then you have the Pharisees talking about this. And, and Jesus was just saying, look, guys, I wrote the law. I'm God. By the way, I'm God. Let me tell you what my laws mean. Jesus said, I, I do not come to demolish, to abolish the law, but I came to fulfill it. And Jesus was just teaching us a new way of understanding Scripture using the lens of Jesus, using his lens, look at, looking at things with the eyes of Jesus. All right? So that's we have to go to the source, and that's Jesus. Let me just remind you again that our topic for today, one big message for today, is be God's love. Be God's love. Even if you're in the midst of people who do not follow, who do not pray, God still wants us to be his love because it's God's mercy that will lead people to repentance. And we're not the Savior, guys. We're not the Savior. Okay. Number three, look at the mirror. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, look at the mirror. Um, Jesus, Jesus was saying in, 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 verse, uh, in, in Matthew chapter 6, let's go back. He said, I want you to show love, then off, not offer sacrifices. I want you to show love, not offer sacrifices. 
this just means friends are you listening are you listening this just means that in god's order of priorities showing love is more important to him than your careful observance of rituals nothing wrong with rituals they enrich our relationship with god but in god's order of priorities showing love is more important in fact saint paul said that if i give up my body to be burned at the stakes but not have love then i'm just a noisy clanging symbol if i if 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 i obey all the rules comply with all the rituals fulfill it but not have love then then i'm nothing i'm nothing um and and, and this is why okay jesus further um further illustrates his point of showing love if you had a sheep that fell into a well on the sabbath wouldn't you work to pull it out of course you would and how much more valuable is a person than a sheep yes the law permits a person to go to do good on the sabbath then he said to the man hold out your hand <laughs> you know jesus is just not is, He's a master of audiovisual presentation. He, he did not just say the words, but he wanted to, to show them something. And he wanted to show them visually. And he saw a man with a withered hand. And, and, and he, here's what happened. He said, he said to the man, um, hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand and it was restored just like the other one. Then the Pharisees called a meeting. To plot how to kill Jesus <laughs> Jesus was saying look look observance of Sabbath is important but what does Sabbath really mean what the Sabbath really mean we will answer that question later Jesus was trying to address something that the Pharisees are, are, are doing are, are, are doing wrongly because the Pharisees were not worshiping God, but they were worshiping his laws. Again, let me remind you, God is not calling you to be his law, but God is calling you to be his love. And we look in the mirror because we become like the God that we worship. I'm not saying that we will be God, but when we fellowship with God, when we meditate on his word, when we spend time with him, when we spend time with him in the blessed sacrament, Archbishop Fulton Sheen said that we eventually become what we gaze upon. And as we continue to gaze on the Lord, there are attributes. Remember, we were already made in his image and likeness. Therefore, there's goodness in us. And when you fellowship and when you uh, spend time with God, certain attributes gets rubbed off on us, on you. Like integrity, character, and and we so 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 I want you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, ask yourself, who am I becoming? Who am I becoming? To know who you're worshiping, look at the mirror. Who am I becoming? Am I becoming judgmental? Am I becoming cranky? Am I becoming more loving? Who? am i becoming 
That's why you need to look in the mirror. Because scripture says that God is love. God is love. And if we really worship this God called love, we become God's love to the world. If we really worship this God that we call love, because God is love, then we become God's love to the world. Amen? Are you still with me? I'm going to land this and I'm going to give you the fourth instruction. Um, we've been talking about Sabbath, but what does Sabbath really mean? Again, when you read scripture, you read it, and uh, sometimes because it's not a historical book, it's a theological book, some books, Genesis, etc. And we need to know where the author is coming from and what are the prevailing uh, uh, prevailing circumstances when the author wrote the book. Okay. Now, what does Sabbath really mean? Uh, can I just shock you? And can I just share that Sabbath, okay, is a day of rest. Uh, let's read from 1 John 4 verse 8. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation. So he rested from all his work. He rested from all his work. And that's when God made, that's when the story of Eden happened after God rested. So let me tell you that Eden began on the seventh day. And what did God do on the seventh day? God rested. God rested. And after creating things, God focused on the more important stuff. Because the creation is basic, but there are more important stuff like, like our relationships. Eden, friends, is about relationships. Eden is about, it's, it's not about doing the right or wrong thing. Whether you're eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil or not. But in God's relationship with man, before the fall of man, Eden is all about trusting God. Trusting that he will provide. Because during that time, before the fall, it said, the Bible says, that man was working the ground and the ground was not fighting back. Meaning there's ministry of ease. There's anointing. And the problem started when Adam and Eve took, partook of the, the, the fruit of the tree of not the knowledge of good and evil. And then there was problem. But before that, they were just trusting that God will provide. That's Eden. And, and, and that is how we should treat Sabbath. That's why the weekly Sabbath, okay, um, for people before was was a taste of eden because here when you're you, when you're a slave when you, you when you become a slave during their time you don't rest you continue to work walang day off day off and and then when they entered the promised land and they 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 were presented with the idea of sabbath they were asked to 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 observe Sabbath. That's in the Ten Commandments. Um, 
so it was a taste of Eden because it was rest. Sabbath is rest. And, and, and uh, when we rest in God's love, then we can focus on being God's love to others. You cannot be God's love to others when you don't know what God's love is. You cannot give what you do not have. And if we know that God is love, then, then we also know that we are called to become his love to the world. Your mission is not to bring people to heaven. That's not your mission. That's God's work. Your mission is to recreate Eden on planet Earth. Recreate Eden on planet Earth. Are you resting in God's love? Are you resting and riding the waves of His grace? Can you contribute to making the Earth Eden? Hmm? So, number three, look at the mirror. So, so we already had three. Number one, what's number one? Um, wait, let me remember. Okay, number one, God is saying, wait, uh, let me go to the chat. Okay, he, to those who are in the Zoom, can you, I, I just want to know if you, if you remember, okay? <coughs> okay, can you type it? Can you help me out here? No, no, no. I just want to know if you got it. What's number one? The first instruction. Come on. Come on, guys. Those who are in this room. Come on. Allah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. All right, number one, make the right list. Very good. Very good, okay. What else? What else? Come on. Number two, what's number two? Huh? Consult the source, okay? Consult the source, all right? Number three, I'm starting with the... Look at the mirror. Look at the mirror. And then number four, okay, that's good. That's good. At least I know that you understood it. And then number four, sit on his chair. Sit on his chair, okay? I'll tell you a story. There was a there was a daughter who was concerned about her mother who was in a in a hospice okay home for the aged and uh, her mother was very sick and uh, she was most probably on her deathbed already so she called the priest he said father can you go and visit my mom and the father the priest went to visit the mom and uh, she 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 was able to talk to the priest and the priest was able to talk to the mom and 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 uh, he said the priest asked the mom so um are you enjoying your time with jesus and she said i'm having a hard time how do i enjoy my time with jesus how do i encounter jesus and um the the priest said okay this is what you do put a chair in front of you and sit on the on another chair and imagine that the chair in front of you is a chair is a chair of Jesus that Jesus sits on that chair 
And uh, so you know, and you know that even if you don't see him, you know that he is there. So the, the, the dying mom did that. And a few days after, the, girl, the, the daughter called the priest and said, Father, thank you very much for ministering to my mom. I want you to know that she passed on. She passed on. And the priest said, okay, okay, please accept our condolences. And the daughter said, but Father, she died in a different way. She did not die lying down. She, she died on the chair in front of her. And it seemed like she was leaning on someone who was sitting on the chair. The old woman died while sitting on the chair where Jesus is supposed to be sitting. And her head is leaned towards his chest. So we need to sit on God's chair. And when you need to connect with God, Know that God is there and you need to sit on his chair so that you can lean on his chest, sit on his chair, and let people see the Jesus in you. We need to be God's love to the world. We need to be God's love to the world. And we need to let people see Jesus in us. Friends, Let's not be judgmental anymore. Let's be God's love to them. Let's be God's love to them. Now, during the pandemic, how are you becoming God's love to the world? How are you becoming God's love to those who are suffering? How can you ease the suffering of the people around you? Is there a way you can help out? Is there a way you can extend the hand is there a way you can share God's love? Not by shouting at the rooftops and telling them, repent, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. But people, like John Maxwell said, people will not, know how, will not care how much you know until they know how much you care. We may not be, you cannot, maybe you cannot administer the anointing of the sick, but maybe you can anoint people with kindness. Maybe you cannot give communion, but maybe you can dispense of God's mercy. God is calling you to be his love, calling you and me. And it doesn't matter if you're fulfilling all your obligations, but not becoming God's love to the world. Mag-usap tayo. Mag-usap tayo. Because there's something wrong. God wants you to be his love to the world. And God is excited. Because I know that a lot of us will make a commitment today. Can I ask you to join me in making a commitment to the Lord to be his love? To, to tell God that we are your hands, we are your feet, we are your children. And we will minister. We will reach out to those who need to feel your love, Lord. Some people may, 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 may find it hard to, to understand God's love because, because they don't see God. But maybe you're the only Jesus that people will see. And you're the only Bible that people will read. 
Can you join me in this commitment? Let's pray. Father, we come before you today and we commit, Lord, to becoming your love to the world. <laughs> the world is so full of hatred. The world is so full of complications. But your love is really just simple. But you sent your only son, oh God, Jesus. We just celebrated Christmas. You sent your only son, Jesus, so that whosoever believes in him will have eternal life and not perish. Father, we pray that you allow us to become your love to the world. We will start with our families, the people closest to us. We will be Jesus to them. We may not believe in the same things, but we were all made in your image and likeness. And we are not the Savior, O Lord. You are. Our job is to love. Your job is to change lives because your love changes lives. And if we can show this love to the world, then the world will change. We commit to do this, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, visit lightfam.com and click on Feast Teachings.